Don't forget to follow us on social media for beautiful food and inspiration. Never right. I think I be focused on what's dead in life. Seems like I be tripping off the little shit. I feel like I'll never get in a life. I'm trying to say my nigga niggas ain't flawless. Still got must say when all the bitches get brawless. Cut like New Orleans, the dirty baby. Weezy F, don't forget the F. Little lady, I'm just trying to figure out what a nigga can find joy in. Fly like a bird, you be soaring. Metaphorically and mentally tired. Feel like I wake up every day to people saying I'm fired. I hate a life. Just keep it ain't more than 92. I'm smoking backwards. Watching bitches dive up in the pool. That's the life I wanna choose. Right now it's too inconsistent. I'm bored four days and four nights. I'm living. We ain't tripping. We're trying to keep it namaste. Cause it can pop up if it's really just that type of day. I'm sipping Henny, but I ordered all the Chardonnay. Pulling bottles up like, baby, won't you come my way? Try to smoke the pain away, that shit ain't work. Try to pop a pill, man, that shit ain't work Try to fix a 50 Henny, spit that on my shirt Needless to say, that ain't work, nah, that ain't work Y'all be tryna tell me about the better life I don't wanna hear it if I never lived it Y'all be tryna tell me about what's never right I don't wanna hear it if I never lived it Tell me, Derek, why not rap about the whole life? Boy, I can't. Boy, I can't. They tell me, Derek, why not rap about the whole life? Boy, I can't. Boy, I can't. I'm sparking up a wood and forgetting about the past. I'm forgetting about the past. I'm sparking up a wood, making good times last. Making good times last. Hey. I can't believe that you think that you know me. I can't believe that you think that you know me. Smoke the pain away, that shit ain't work Try to pop a pill, man, that shit ain't work Try to fix a 50 Henny, spit that on my shirt Needless to say, that ain't work, nah, that ain't work Y'all be tryna tell me about the better life I don't wanna hear it if I never lived it Y'all be tryna tell me about what's never right I don't wanna hear it if I never lived it That was Derek. That's Derek with one R. That song's called Work. And uh, welcome to Local Love, everybody. We've got an open panel tonight. I'm expecting uh, the media wench, Juan Maserati, and uh, probably some surprise guests from the Bay Area local music scene. Uh, if you're listening to this on the podcast, please do uh, subscribe to this on the podcatcher you're checking it out on. Also, just search your podcatcher for Echoplex Media. Subscribe to all of our podcasts. You can also head on over to twitch.tv slash Echoplex Media and check out all of our live shows. Those are also simulcast on Echoplex Radio, audio only, at eplex.xyz. That'll work in any browser. Or on the TuneIn Radio app, you can search for Echoplex Radio. <clears throat> also, when we're not live, all this great music we play on the shows is just on Shuffle, like on, on at that same address, eplex.xyz, or Echoplex Radio on the TuneIn app. So uh, 
great stuff. Great stuff. We've got 1,500 or so tracks, all done by local artists or artists who were once local and then have moved away. Um, and uh, yeah, so you can support this project at patreon.com slash echoplex. And uh, there's other ways to support the show at echoplexmedia.com. There's like a support tab or whatever on our website. Just click that. There's shirts. You can make one-time donations. Also, you can subscribe or throw us bits on Twitch. Uh, when you throw us bits on Twitch, it makes a baby throw money out the window, which is kind of what you're doing when you're giving us your money. So, hey, and uh, I'm Producer Dave. You can find me damn near anywhere. I have a beer. It's a Stella, and it's in a Ruffy's Cozy. So, uh, in honor of my Ruffy's Cozy, we crack open this beer, play a song by the Ruffy's called Smoke of the Season, and uh, I or we will be back in just a moment here. Not wiping the reeds at any time, let the prison sing right in the legion, we'll keep our economy thriving, a piece of things coming, a summer of bumbling industry, building us back up from nothing, they're starving or dying, and it's making me laugh, these are the devil, like golden and sacks, have us kissing the dirt, with the bills on our backs. So why is a liar like a writing desk, and the words on your back left something on my chest? Faces are cameras, eyes are like crooks, it's a wonder how wonderful suffering looks, so show me the money, show me the war! If you show me a deal, then I'll come back for more, working for water like living for bread, what good is a life to a world that's dead? Of the Haitians 
slaves and the price of the slaves Why must the vice of our fathers be the ash of today? Must the lives of our soldiers be the cash that lines our banks? All right, that was the Ruffies. That was Smoke of the Season. Uh, you can check out the Ruffies on all the places, like Bandcamp especially. Uh, they also, you can just search for the Ruffies on YouTube. You'll find some of their live, some of Patty Kay's live performances from uh, this very studio. Or probably the one across the hall, I think, now that I think about it. It's probably, no, it was in this studio. It was when we first started Twitch. You'll find that on YouTube. And also, you can just search the Ruffies on our website. And uh, members of the Ruffies have been on Local Love over the years many times, especially Patty Kay. Patty Kay's also been a guest on the Sunday show. Super cool, pre-quarantine. Um, waiting for my panel to show up. If anybody shows up, if not, though, just you and me chat. We good, we good. Although I know Media Wench is going to show up. She's running a little behind. She uh, is going to make some food. <clears throat> uh, so, we'll see. If you're listening on the podcast, other thing you should do is follow our YouTube. That's youtube.com slash echoplexmedia. Uh, we post some episodes of Local Love there with the video panel. Um, <clears throat> And yeah, this show started out with me and Juan Maserati, like figuring, thinking that we knew that every, we're thinking that everybody that we knew was in a fucking band. We're like, well, since everybody we know is in a band, we should collect their music and do a podcast where we just kind of play their music and hang out. And, uh, <clears throat> it was 2016. It's now 2021. It's been five years, almost probably fucking five year anniversary of local love right around now. Now that I think about it. And, uh, yeah. We didn't have much music at the beginning. If you go back and listen to the first couple episodes of Local Love on our website, you'll find that uh, we replay the same artists over and over again because we didn't have a lot of music yet. Uh, now we have a ton of music, and we could go through the whole show without playing the same artist twice. We'd probably go through a whole day without playing the same artist twice if we were super careful and played extra long jams by all the artists. Um, this next song I'm going to play is by a band called Curious Quail. Uh, they're super cool. Some of the members are here in the Bay Area. Some of their members are in Los Angeles. They've been writing uh, music kind of remotely and sending files back and forth before it was required, uh, before we hit the pandemic or whatever. And um, we are uh, super happy that they uh, they came on our show for an interview. And uh, we're going to try to get them on again soon. And here's uh, the song is called Reconstruction. And uh, I'll be right back. Oh 
fall apart You either learn from our mistakes Or fall apart You tried so hard But we were living in glass houses For too long And now we're brave enough to admit That we got it wrong Quail, it was Reconstruction. It's a fucking super good song. Curious Quail was one of the first acts that sent us music. <clears throat> and they were the first act that sent us an entire album where all their ID3 tags were correct. Also, if you like Curious Quail, you can go to eplex.xyz whenever we're not live and just request them. Uh, you can browse our music library and everything. Also, now it's all embedded on our website at echoplexmedia.com slash radio. And I'll fix echoplexmedia.com slash live tomorrow so that it'll all be embedded there as well. Um, <clears throat> If you happen to be listening to this on the podcast and you're a content creator or a musician not in the Bay Area, we do another open panel. We do it Saturday night, same time, 8 p.m. Pacific to around 10. Sometimes we start a little earlier and we do end a little We do end a little before 10 because we move on to the conduit after that. And I spin some house music or some breaks or whatever. But uh, we had a pretty cool panel last week. We met GXG Platform and Comic Girl. They came on to talk about a little bit about content creation and we ended up getting... Uh, a little discussion about COVID and, you know, the kind of state of the world today. It was a great panel. We had a lot of fun. Also important to note tonight is we are legitimately one follower short of 2,000 followers on Twitch, which is kind of surprising because we joined Twitch on a whim when I got really mad at YouTube Live. I was like, well, fuck it. Let's let's do Twitch. And uh, coming here was like the best idea we ever fucking had. Um, so we'll be definitely uh, at some point this evening celebrating cracking 2,000 followers. And then when all the weird anti-semitic fake accounts that uh follow everybody get kicked off of twitch again we'll be back down to like 1997 and we'll get to celebrate cracking 2,000 followers twice maybe even three times unless a bunch of y'all follow us tonight and then 
then we won't have to celebrate it twice or get to celebrate it twice. I see American Dream up in the chat. What's up, American Dream? Um, anybody just coming here? This is our local music show. Uh, we just play a bunch of music that we've been submitted by Bay Area local artists. Uh, it's a fun show. We've been doing it on and off for around five years. It started out when we were doing audio only, and it is available as a podcast. You can just search for local love in any podcatcher that you like. And if it happens not to be there, a fucking email us and I'll make sure that it ends up in there. And, um, I'm going to play a song by Usurper Vong yet. Usurper Vong is a band that no longer exists, but it exists in all of our hearts. (laughs) Um, my co-host, the councilman for down ballot and sometimes comes on our other shows here is, was the bassist for this band. And, uh, this song is called coast to coast and it's super good. And, uh, we'll be back in just a minute here.
Coast to Coast by Usurper Vong. And uh, Usurper Vong was a band out of San Jose, uh, featuring the councilman on the bass. Um, if you're watching or listening, um, on even on Facebook Live, if you're watching on Facebook Live, though, come on over to Twitch, twitch.tv slash Ecoplex Media. You can give the show a call at 415-903-PLEX. That's 415-903-7539. And you can also join the Discord at discord.me slash Ecoplex and hop into live voice chat. And you can say hi to us that way if you don't if you're not from around here or just don't want to join the video panel uh, i'd be happy to talk to you for a couple minutes and um also you could like demand a song or request a song whatever 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 um mm. beer tastes much better out of a roughies beer cozy i gotta tell you um i'm just gonna kind of keep the music rolling here we got a this song is by the magustas this song is called spaghetti and uh we'll be back in a minute <laughs> Magusta's song's called Spaghetti. I figure that maybe it might be called that because it reminds you a little bit of a spaghetti western. Oh, it looks like American Dream might join the panel. That'd be pretty cool. American Dream is uh, not living here currently, but was in a couple local bands around here and uh, would love to would love to put a face to the name, I suppose. Also, like I'm dying here. I'm not making fun of Charlie Kirk or anything. I'm here by myself. Got to fill all this time. Um, 
we do uh, want to thank all the artists that sent us all this music. I mean, it's, you know, this is five years worth of music collection and some of the bands don't even exist anymore. Uh, some people sent us music from bands that they're no longer in. Um, I mean, yeah, we, it's definitely super cool that all these people sent us all this music and, uh, they didn't have to do it. They took time out of their day to do it. And most of the people even had ID three tags so we could search their music. We have a couple songs in here that don't have no ID three tags and we have no idea who the fuck sent us the music. Maybe we'll do uh maybe we'll go through some of those next week on uh local love. See if some of the artists claim the songs. That might be pretty funny. Um, for that to happen though, we'd have to have a big local music audience. So that would be on you out there. If you listen to this podcast or whatever, and you enjoy it, share it with a friend. Oh shit. I, I do have a, would you look at this? It looks like I have somebody joining me here. Check this out. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. How you doing? Pretty good. Oh, your audio is proper. Yeah, these uh, this Arctis Seven sounds pretty nice. How you doing, man? Good, good. Just uh, just kind of dying here on air without my co-host. I'm glad you jumped on. I know. I was like, who's on the panel today? Last week was popping. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's 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 hit and miss. Um, I also I got kicked off of Facebook, not just in Facebook jail. So, I heard that. Yeah, yeah. Don't criticize them in five thirty eight, even if you're nobody. Huh. But uh, yeah. uh, Tell I guess tell everybody a little about yourself and uh, your history here Uh, in the Bay Area music scene. If people aren't uh, familiar with you, yeah, yeah. I went to so I went to Westmont High School and was in uh, a punk band that no one heard of, uh, Code 454, playing bass, played with a few other, few other like pop punk groups in like the 2002 to 2006 era. Um, played in a band called uh, Bloomfield Underground for a while. Uh, I was the lead singer of... Um, the Honey Wilders. Oh, you for were a couple you were, of years. You were in the Honey Wilders. I I was the founding singer. That band's great. Uh, yeah, man, it was. Yes, they're really good. They're really good. A lot of love for them. That uh, was a lot of work. And it was a little Turns little out. kind of a step away from punk rock. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Well, uh, my background's in uh, like classical stuff. And well, and I wasn't the lead singer. That was my first lead singer gig. The rest of the time, I've been playing bass. Well, look who's here. Me hello, hello. Wench. Hello. <laughs> uh, former the wench has arrived. Former bassist. A of wild the wench has appeared in the studio. Former bassist of the Ruffies and a uh, moderator of our chat is uh, hanging out with us this evening. What's going on, Merkin? I'm just, uh, you know, gazing into the void. Sometimes the void gazes back, and then it meows at you because you haven't fed him yet. Oh, oh, kitty! Mine, mine, mine screeches at me. It's, it's a, a bird. So, oh, you have a bird, burb. Oh, somebody well, might get a bingo. See... Somebody might get a bingo space if your bird fuck starts making noise. Oh, yep. really? Yeah, we have one of our bingo cards. It's one of the crazy people we cover. Their phone alert is always a bird. Oh, no. And so, like, that's just one of the spaces on bingo. It's like, burb. 
Yep. It can count for many other things. We encourage people to cheat. Mm. What? <laughs> Bingo? Jeez. <laughs> well, I mean, a lot of the spaces are up for interpretation, right? Oh, that's true. That's true. I see that. What was... Uh, Hannah Reloaded was like... <laughs> clamping down on her viewers she was, she's like uh you we can't have people winning bingo like multiple days in a row like what the but i think she was win actually, every day on every card yeah it's possible on some days like on definitely on wednesday you could win every card if yeah. you just get drunk enough with dave well and, and you could just hit the jackpot with um with one of the weinstein and, Either one, either one of the Weinsteins. I on can't. any of the cards, like on the bingo yeah. card, the politics card, or the card specific to their little realm of the the universe. Yeah, totally, totally. It's like buzzword salad. I listen to more than three minutes of Brett Weinstein, and I'm like, huh? What? No. <laughs> but in my phone, what level of gardenscapes am I on? <laughs> yeah, oh, sure. I don't know. I I have like a rage response to listening to them and Sam Harris. Like, oh, well, uh, I, hey, look at that! <laughs> what? Oh, Curtis, you're doing the thing. Uh, oh, close Discord, I guess. Oh, hey, hold on a second. Hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Curtis knows how to make an entrance, and by that, he's like repeating everything everyone else is saying. Curtis, what's up? I, I checked out your show this afternoon. Great show. It was cool to hear all the stories from all those people, man. Thanks. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, it was uh, super fun. Uh, you caught me. Uh, I, I, I was sitting here and uh, no one was answering, so I started just video editing in the background. So that's what the, that's what the delay kickback was. It was just huh. video editing. Oh yeah, you can always you can always harass me on Discord, I guess, if I don't if I don't get to you right away. But our website's honest, right? It says uh it says be patient. <laughs> so Yeah, yeah, yeah. At this point you don't need an introduction, but uh uh American, why don't you uh introduce yourself to Curtis real quick? Oh yeah, uh Curtis, big fan of Monkey. Um, oh, thanks. I was uh I've been I played music in South Bay from like two thousand two to 2012 or so in a, a bunch of bands uh code 454 uh bloomfield underground um cool. these are the days uh i don't know we've got a lot of cross-pollination but uh i think the last time i saw you was in tap tempo getting your guitar serviced by uh trey <laughs> oh i remember yeah. trey trey was hella cool we were we're trying to have yeah, him on Trey. the show, and then we didn't because we smoke a lot of weed and didn't follow up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was with uh, Audio Smoke Signal. Yep, yep. Trey, whose real name is not Trey. <laughs> Shock. Bang. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Our our drummer Micah gave him that nickname. Because he thought that when he first met him, uh, I guess Trey decided that he wanted to uh, blonde the tips of his hair. Yeah, a little fancy <laughs> hairdo. And yeah. uh, and Micah said, "Well, if you if you uh, if you if you blonde the tips of your hair, you actually look a lot like Trey Cool from Oh yeah, from Green yeah, Day. Yeah, from Green Day. So that's how he uh, he got the name Trey. Uh, but his real name is Tom. Huh." 
Yeah, I only got I only kind of knew him in passing from buying um from buying cables over there at Tap Tempo because it was like a music store I could ride my bike to from where I'm at. So, <laughs> oh, here are some references you might actually know, though, Curtis. Um, yeah. What uh, the the Honey Wilders? I was the singer for the Honey Wilders. Nice, nice. And uh, I played bass on. Uh, I played. I was the first bass player for the Ruffies. Oh, sweet in South Bay. Yeah. The Ruffies. Good time. A lot of love for Pat. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, who's coughing the lung up? <laughs> oh, we like just corona. got the we just got the COVID four twenty over here. <laughs> yes. <Yeah, someone>, <laughs> <laughs> like, how many years from now is it going to be okay to name weed strains after COVID? Oh, they probably got it already. <laughs> it's going to be the the Rona four twenty. Yeah. <laughs> It's going to be all crosses, though. It's going to be like Northern Lights Rona number 12 or some shit. Yeah, no, it's going to be 19. <laughs> it's always going to be 19. <laughs> Corona Scout cookies. Mm. <laughs> I remember I remember the wire happened during uh, either like bird flu or the first SARS, and they were yelling, the, the, the dealers were yell, yelling out the word pandemic, and that was the name of their fucking dope. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Uh, Humor, humor is funny. There, there's a there's a ska band called the Pandemics, and and uh, I don't know why they're not larger because like right now is their time. They should be they should be just nailing it. But you know they they kind of just like oh there's a pandemic. I guess we have to put the band aside. It's like oh you dumb shits. <laughs> no no no. Well you figure their music would spread easily. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, oh but I'm. Uh, <laughs> you fucking left that football sitting uh, there, buddy. He's, looking, <laughs> he's, just a, he's just looking for a viral post. Viral. <laughs> <laughs> I am here for the dad jokes. It is just fine. <laughs> yep. 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 Dad jokes are plenty. <laughs> So Curtis, now you basically have two music podcasts. How do you feel? <laughs> it's a it's an embarrassment of riches. <laughs> but he feels like a South Bay drummer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you mentioned Micah. You're like our drummer. Do you? I was like, do you mean San Jose's drummer? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, I know two. I know two drummers, and Micah is one of them. <laughs> And the other one ain't got a job. <laughs> oh, the other, the other one has gainful employment, so I can never get him to drum. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's another one. That's another oh, I guess Pat's technically a drummer. Yeah, true. Juan is also technically a drummer. Hmm. And then there's Dan of the Rebels Camp is also a drummer because he's oh, their that's drummer. Very true. Technically, Dan is definitely a drummer. <laughs> Uh, man, I know I know so many drummers, but I, w- I wish um, I wish I knew keyboardists. Uh, there's not a lot of keyboardists out there. Juan's already in two uh, bands. I, yeah, I I, yeah. I I think I know probably the the best keyboardist in your in your area in, in uh, the world <laughs> in, in your area. Is it John Tesh? Mm, no, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, but for for like rock and roll, uh huh. Uh, the Wilders, the Wilders key, keyboardist uh, Eric, very good. Cool, cool. 
Well, if, uh, if he's interested in the ska and the reggae and, and, and in doing stupid things like getting on a plane and flying to another country and, should and be. living on floors for like a month while, uh, while we, while we get paid for wages, then yeah, he's in. <laughs> I mean, he's easy. stuck, he's stuck with the band. I quit. So, I mean, <laughs> well, you he's said it's all had issues. <laughs> uh, but no, that's that's good. Yeah, yeah. We're we're always uh, we're always kind of looking for for a keyboard spot because uh, our keyboardist uh, of like a million years left uh, uh, maybe two years ago, and so we've uh, we actually have one kid. He's really interested in playing, and he was he was driving all the way down from freaking Richmond. Oh no! Yeah. Like the top yeah. of the bay. And and he's driving down to make these uh, these these jams happen. I'm like, dude, um, like either move down here or like we we can't we can't keep this going because you're late to some practices. You can't make it to practices at the end of the uh, at at the last minute because uh, you know whatever happened. Like it's just uh, it's getting to the point where we need to have someone that's like next to us that we can poke. <laughs> Right, yeah. it's, right. It's like being late from Richmond is generally no fault of one's own, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, Brian was was driving down from San Francisco every week, and every time we had a show, unless it was in San Francisco, and then he would just sit there and like, "Hey, hey guys, I'm already at the club." <laughs> so, yeah, I used to have a band a band commute from Santa Cruz to Mountain View, and it was just uh, brutal. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think we were doing it twice a week too. So it was yeah. just like hours of my time a week. Well, at least at least that's um, if you if you're coming from Santa Cruz in the afternoon, at least that's not the traffic hours that are affecting you. So it's right. a long yeah, yeah. drive, but it's um, you know, yes, it could be way worse. Yeah, Juan. Oh, is Juan here? Oh, Juan. <laughs> Juan, cool. Oh shit, Juan is here. Well, now, now he's here. Here, how you doing, Juan? Oh, good man. I just been it's been a long day. I uh, just got off work at eight o'clock, and you know, had to put in some those midnight oil hours to to get shit out the door. Damn. But having said that, um, here I am. Hey, you sound fucking fantastic. That mic yeah. that you bought was a like a real good investment for this. We're gonna have to check it out with you singing in it sometime, but. I mean, if it sounds good, you talking into it, how bad could it possibly sound you singing into it? Oh, new mic gang. Oh. New mic gang. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <clears throat> I'm not going to buy a new mic. I'm just going to, I'm just going to stick with this one. What is this the is one, the one on your computer? Yeah. The one on my computer. <laughs> Hit me up. You said you have like a USB mic or something. Hit me up sometime. We'll try to make, we'll try to get that fucking thing to work for you. Cause that'd be good for your Facebook show too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's all right. He's okay. No, uh, uh, you know, I'll tell you something. Uh, um, I'll show you the contraption I built. Um, <laughs> so, so I've got. Uh, so I'm using the. Oh, geez, where did the? Uh, there it is. Uh, so I'm using. Uh, I'm using just the microphone that's on top. It's on the top of the iMac, mm -hmm. and it's it's a pretty good uh, microphone, but it picks up the whole damn room, right? Right. So what I've done is I've built a box that sits on top of my computer <laughs> and it redirects the sound. Would you like to see my box? 
I don't know. How can you show it? And no, I don't want to see your box. We're on Twitch. Children are here. <laughs> it's my mic in the box. This is my box. <laughs> it's foam lined. <laughs> and then it's got yellow notch right here. So it, it <laughs> the top of my computer. And uh, the wire on it. Yeah, it's, well, this is an old, not a flyer, but this is a a um, a copy because because sometimes I put that I put this in as a as a sound uh, to to take the to give me a little sharper tone. I flip it inward like this, so when it sits on it, the sound hits this and deflects a little more, so that I get a little bit of brighter snap to my sound. <laughs> and what, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so analog and what this is, this, what this is, is slinky monkey guitar strings that i made myself uh, for the band and as a as an extra piece of merch so that we would always have merch on the table it was the most ingenious idea i've, I've ever had um i don't act we didn't actually sell any but it made us look like we had more merch and i always had a stock of guitar strings for when i broke a string because they weren't in my they weren't on stage getting lost or getting a beer drunk dumped on them they were in the merch box that's mm -hmm. genius and i would just go in the merch box and open up one of my strings and they were like, oh you, you actually use those yeah i actually use those would you want, want to buy them no okay cool see ya <laughs> i gotta go <laughs> but, but having the strings it, it also like presents an image of like you know being interested in other musicians and stuff too and that's a that's a good yeah. kind of vibe to put out there even if people aren't buying them just having them on the table, it's like, hey, we're we're interested in other musicians, and we brought extra strings. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, I think I've actually given our strings to a couple of musicians in need, um, and then uh, and then of course we have uh, uh, we have the uh, guitar picks. So we came out with our little little monkey logoed uh, guitar picks, and there's nice. a, there's, a, there's a logo on the other side, but it's got a piece of tape on it. So, but there it is. <laughs> it's funny. It's like for, uh, it'd be like if I had a like branded, you know, those little, uh, adapters from a uh, small to big for the head headphones. Yeah. Like I I've like, I've like literally had to tell another DJ that was playing before me that no, they couldn't use, they couldn't borrow that from me because I didn't think yeah. they would give it back. And yeah, yeah. because I also, because I knew that DJ and I knew he wouldn't give it back and it wouldn't be his fault. It would be the fault of a <laughs> bottle of Jack and a couple of hits of ecstasy. But yeah, yeah. For but it's the same thing, like strings and those little, the, the little, uh, what, uh, eighth small quarter. Small to big The small to big is Steve on keys would say. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. I, I recently went to, uh, the, um, the, the dark and dismal kingdom where nothing, where no happiness grows. Otherwise known as, uh, as, as, otherwise known as, uh, Fry's computers, uh, mm. <laughs> uh, electronics. And, uh, and they, they, they've shortened the room. They've crushed everything to one side of the room because, uh, there's literally nothing to sell there anymore. Nobody coming to Fry's. Uh, but I went to their little audio department because I was like, Oh, I wonder if they have anything for podcasting. And, uh, and they had the, uh, the big to small adapter, but not the small to big. That's because they ran out of it. Cause everybody's a yeah. DJ now. Absolutely, and, and and they're not going to restock them. They're just going to no. sell everything until it's fucking gone. Yeah. So, How many different fun. kinds of drones did they have? Like zero. <laughs> Actually, no. Yeah, they had zero drones. Uh, they had yeah. a, they had a lot of DVDs that they were trying to get rid of. A lot of Blu-rays. 
Um, oh, good, uh, good. Everybody's streaming now. Good thing to have too much of. Great DVDs yeah, yeah. and Blu-rays. Good job. Yeah, exactly. They had a lot of chips, a lot of a lot of chocolate, a lot of chocolate. Oh, they had a lot of chocolate chips. I mean, like chips. I'm like, really? They do a lot of. <laughs> they do a lot of chocolate. A lot of chocolate. Mm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking the inventory of one of the Fry's Electronics around here is eventually when they fucking shut down. It's eventually going to end up on my eBay account. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they're gonna run out of everything, and they're gonna be—they're gonna—they're gonna finally become the place that's called fries, and all they have is like a, a lonely bag of fries. That's yeah, <laughs> veggie fries. Yeah, just, just fries. Right. It's a far cry from twenty years ago when uh, fries used to be the happening spot, man. Dude, oh, me and this girl Amy Plur used to go there because all the cute dorky guys were always at fries. Remember when they had the professional pianist playing at fries? I do. And they had the cafe. It was like a place to be. Sandwiches and stuff at the cafe. No more. Oh, the, like the one in Fremont. All no, the, the one in Sunnyvale used to have used to have a oh, professional really? pianist and uh, and a professional cafe uh, just doling out the the yummy treats all day long while they were just announcing new sales. Yeah, the one in the one in Fremont had a cafe too. It was pretty damn good. But they also had a fucking functional Jacob's ladder. And a functional fucking Tesla coil. Fuck yeah. That's right. Yeah. Because why wouldn't you? Because, <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that's because uh, each one of them had a theme, by the way. Yeah. So, so the one in, um, in uh, your area was probably, you know, like the Jacob's Ladder was a theme or something like that. Or, or creators or something along those lines. Yeah. Uh, the theme of Sunnyvale was the sine wave. So they always had the little wiggly thing all over the walls and stuff um and then of course uh, campbell was the uh, egyptian the egyptian pyramid and oh i thought the uh, theme there was just karen <laughs> real close to los gatos yeah just like the theme the theme was can i see your manager they have an extra manager just because they're because of the proximity to los gatos <laughs> <laughs> they got a guy there with a badge that says manager he does he manages nothing Except, just, except for yeah. except for customers who don't actually have a problem, I remember, I remember like my, I remember like when um, I remember I was, it was a long time ago. I was like sixteen or fifteen, and I wanted drums. And then my parents were like, "You should be a DJ instead because DJs have a volume knob." And you, they knew I was into electronic music, right? It was a good good call. Like I still DJ today, right? And I can do it in an apartment. I couldn't very well drum. I mean, I don't know. My neighbors are cool. Maybe maybe before yeah. COVID, they'd have just come over and been like, "You suck at drumming. Do you have any weed?" But, but I remember my mom was like, and then she, they went, it was like a a little while before Christmas. They're like, oh, we went to fries. We didn't see, we, 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 where do we, where do we buy you things to be a DJ? And then I sent them to guitar center and, and then I opened the gifts and I had sticker shock. They said, this was more than your car. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna lie. It was like two te- it was like two tacks and a rain mixer more than oh, a fucking cheap yeah. car right like each of those turntables yeah. like 500 fucking dollars mm-hmm. yeah it's ridiculous ridiculous my buddy alan still uses them though oh <laughs> yeah you can get like a like a, a a kai pro 120s for like uh fucking 99 on craigslist Speaking of which, when you start to, when you when you gear up, talk to us. We'll tell you what to buy. It's really easy. You buy a focus right interface and whatever mic you like, and then you're done. Boom. 
Yeah, yeah. I've got an interface, but my interface only works with the older computer right now because yeah. it it's a uh, it doesn't uh, the new new computers don't do thirty two bit drivers or whatever the fuck whatever fucking tech nonsense they want to throw at you. I mean, it's like somebody could write a a, a fucking. Uh, um, a driver like that but they won't because they want you to buy new shit but, what's a what's what's needing a driver i just use linux and everything either works or it doesn't yeah yeah, yeah. so so uh <laughs> so with uh so with max you have to have a driver for for pretty much everything if i got a, if i got personas or uh, or the one you were talking about i would have focus to go right dude that's the best one that little red one that yeah. everybody has but the focus right, I have to I have to download the driver. Right? Focus right has a driver for for sixty four bit. This uh, this uh, previous uh, one that I'm using, which is a great one, is made it's made by a uh, It does uh, professional quality uh, uh, recording, um, but it only has a thirty two bit driver. Whatever, whatever bullshit. Just nonsense, and and Mac is like we don't we don't want to accept thirty two bit drivers anymore. And the guy's like we don't want to pay someone to write sixty two bit. And it's there's like, a, dude, I'm no fool that can write it in like a weekend. There's a thing but, on on you might want to look into it and see if it exists on the Mac too. There's a thing on Windows and Linux called class compliance, where if a device is class compliant, you don't need a driver. Uh, and you might want to see if there's some sort of way to use it as a class compliant device on your Mac instead of getting the official driver. Be- because it's if it's by a major brand and it's yeah. it's a USB interface, it was long after they had like a class that it could be compliant with. I'm just you know just thinking like maybe that would maybe there's a way to do that. I don't know. I, I don't know. You, uh, Mac does so many things to, to 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 fuck their own customers over because Mac believes that that customers should be buying a brand new two to three thousand dollar computer every three years minimum minimum so by the fifth year they 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 break your computer from afar they don't give a shit so yeah i mean windows isn't much better that's why we're that's why me and the media went over here on linux and i believe uh, uh american dream do you got a first name or something we can refer to you as uh, yeah it's phil it's phil 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 are you, are you also yeah. a linux user is that right yeah yeah i've been an ubuntu user for i mean since college really like 2006 Ooh, that's about when I started too. I was on Ubuntu. Uh, what was it? Ten oh six or something like that. I used Bongos and yeah, I don't remember which which Linux, <clears throat> which Linux kernel I was on. It, I I kind of had to. I was a physics major at the time, so like we just had to use Linux. This wasn't the. Well, it's, it's funny, right? When we started doing this, we chose Linux for purely ideological reasons. We wanted to run it all on open source software, but fuck if I don't have the best audio on Twitch. I mean, seriously, fuck if I don't have the best audio on Twitch, there's people with thousands of viewers, their show don't sound like this one. Um, Yep. Even like media went remote. She's like got compression and noise gates and limiters and shit on all of her stuff. Side chain compressors. Yeah, yeah, all that shit you could ever want, and it doesn't even like touch the computer. It's like sitting there, like not touching yeah. the computer's resources. All the resources are used by video, but we chose it because we're like, oh, you know, we want to, you know, uh, because we're a progressive show. We think like open source is sort of a progressive idea set, and then yeah, it just yeah. turned out that once we learned what we, once we figured out what we were doing, and I got into Linux audio, I'm like, man, I don't even know if I can do this shit on Windows without like five hundred dollars worth of fucking software, and it's all free. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
No, that, that's that's cool. Um, for me, I'm like, we got limited time in my life. <laughs> no, learning and learning. I mean, I was already using Linux like for work a lot of the time, so it was like not that huge a deal to switch over, like in my yeah. personal life. But yeah, learning a whole new paradigm to do something is like even just little things like how do I adjust this thing on my display? <laughs> now you're wasting five minutes trying to find it, and you know if you're trying to do your thing or whatever. But um, I'll, I'll blow I'll blow your mind right now. I'll blow your mind. I've been living in the Bay Area working as a tech guru for years, for years. I have never touched, computed on a Linux or a Unix machine. Never. Well, you know what? We can really? open the studio back up. We'll put you on the computer that handles Discord and the phones so that you can say that yeah. you've used Linux. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Cross that one right off your list. Even I don't even Windows, know. I don't even know how. <laughs> even Windows has uh, Linux built into it now. Yeah. He yep. uses Windows 10. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even. I don't even use that. They gave me some shitty computer that has like a Windows 7 on it. It's ridiculous. Oh man. <laughs> I miss Windows 7. As you know, producer Dave, I have to be agnostic uh, when it comes to these things because you know, in the line of in the line of support that I do. I have to support all the platforms. Oh, you there? You support Linux users at your work as well, one? Mm -hmm. But you know who you have to give the least support to at your work? Linux users. I, I have to basically, uh, you know, deploy the the, the, the Linux desktops, uh, resolve the uh, the hardware software related issues, and it does involve using the command line seal. I like. I'm so used to the command line now. Anyway, this is Tech Talk. Uh, I figure any time is as good a time as any to take a break, play a song. And so uh, since we got the singer from the Honey Wilders on, and since I really like this song, we're going to play Don't Blame Me. This is the one Ooh. off that out. This is the one off that album. There ain't nothing wrong with the rest of the album, my man. But this is the one off the album. We'll be back oh, in a minute, thanks. everybody. Woo!
Don't blame me for putting out the fire It wasn't me that gave a false impression I'll always let you know All of my intention Don't blame me for the angels Don't blame me for the devil Sing, man. That was, some, that was some singing. Huh? That was some singing. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for busting that, Dave. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean, did we, like that one. Did, we, you, did you write that song? I The the lead guitarist wrote that song. Uh, yeah. They had recorded it originally a few years prior, and we had this seven-piece rock band and wanted to rock it up. Nice, nice. Uh, I, I, I'll, I'll say that's awesome. a really that's a really well written pop rock song. It's really well written. Yeah, I I can't I can't take credit for most yeah. of it though. The phrasing uh, I made the phrasing work. Oh yeah, of course, of course. Sort of like I made it into better English, but overall, yeah. Aaron Madsen at Rubber Bucket Records wrote that one. Yeah. So so my my uh, my my take on it is that uh, lyrically I always, I would, um, I'm one of those few people that really listen to lyrics and I, and I like when, when uh, lyrics either have a deeper meaning behind them or they are being poetic about something and you have to think about it in order to get to the, to the core of what the, of, of what they're trying to say. And uh that that is a, a unique the uh, the 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 repeating chorus is a unique way of saying i don't believe in the religious toxic bullshit that you believe in what i believe in is, is us whatever whatever is happening between us and that's a really deep thing that's not just saying like i'm not getting along with you or i want to be your lover or you know or things went bad it's saying there's something um something fundamentally wrong about how you think as opposed to how i think and i don't care and that's that's uh that's a deep statement it's a much mm-hmm. deeper statement than just a pop song so anyway cheers to both of you for 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 putting that together yeah yeah i think that, well, that, that song, um, you, you may have you may have like uh revealed something about him that i had not i had not seen before 
<laughs> well, the other great, the other great thing about art is <laughs> the other great thing about art is that maybe Curtis gets that from the, the, the song and the artist had no idea that's what they were putting out there. I mean, that's like, that's yeah. like the <clears> thing that that's the thing that makes art wonderful is that we could listen to a, a piece of music or whatever. And everybody here yeah. might think it means something different. And that's like yeah. sort of the point of art is that you yeah. have to interpret it is your, any good piece of art requires the viewer listener or whatever to think about it or to interpret it in some kind yeah, of way. Otherwise, sure. <clears throat> otherwise it's just background noise, which is fine at, at, at Kmart or whatever. Is there still Kmart? No, I think so. <laughs> really? They're gone. Yeah. There's still a couple of them in America. <laughs> I mean, there's one blockbuster left, but <laughs> so while that was playing, I was going to ask about the songwriting process. Um, are all this are are all the songs were they written by somebody before you came in as the singer or, or are you a songwriter also on that album? I wrote most of those all but like four of those songs I think. So I I wrote I wrote the lyrics. I I, I like to write write music. Yeah, I kind of like to my my music creation style is uh collaboration. You know, I like to take other people's ideas and give them ideas to mix with it and, you know, make the stew together. That's a very joyful thing for me. Very good. I completely understand that as formerly writing electronic music and now only DJing because I would much rather hang out with all of you guys on Twitch than write fucking electronic <laughs> music. Uh, but, you know, taking taking something that someone else is doing and making it better or presenting it to people in a in a way that they're going to enjoy is like, is like a super like cool, cool thing that, uh, you know, I think, um, like rebels camp, if somebody has got a riff, the rest of the band's job is to make, is to add to that riff and make the, make that riff something bigger than what it was by virtue of the rest of the band riffing on the riff. So, uh, that's a, <clears throat> it's kind of a good philosophy of music. And I think a lot of the people that we, um, end up playing a lot of their music it works like that i think uh the ruffies is different i think patty k writes all the songs um and i i think monkey uh, i think curtis writes all the songs if i'm not mistaken to some extent yeah I, I've, I've written a, a large portion of them but I, I think on every album there's at least there's at least one to three songs that are highly collaborative and or not mine but uh but yeah i i write a, a, a chunk of them So Delicious dead air. <laughs> that's fine. Dead air. Dead air beats crosstalk any day of the week, man. Dead air. A, a couple seconds of dead air versus a couple seconds of everybody talking at once, man. The dead air is fucking way better. What I like about dead air is when you use it effectively and have a long sigh. Hold on, we got a big, we got a fairly big raid considering the number of people that we have here. There's 32 people just raided us. 32 goats over from GXG platform. He joined us on a Saturday night for our open panel. Sorry to interrupt, Curtis, but we gotta gotta give love to people who help us out here on this platform. Yeah, buddy. Okay, go ahead. Oh, oh, almost hit you with a tinfoil hat too. Go ahead. <laughs> people can throw tinfoil hats onto the overlay on this, and sometimes they'll hit you in the head, and it'll. If somebody were to grab a screenshot, it would look like you were wearing a tinfoil hat. Uh bastards. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for the raid, GXG. Uh, we're gonna be having GXG on the Cults and Satanic Panic show on uh, Thursday night too. By the way. Fun, right on. That's gonna be hilarious. Allah, fire by night, bitches. 
<laughs> that show's so bad. <laughs> hey, which one of you Raiders wants to be our 2,000th follower on Twitch? Yeah, come on. One of you guys. <laughs> what you got? <laughs> oh, go ahead, Curtis. Oh, I don't know. I was uh, just riffing off of whatever we were riffing off before. <laughs> Lonesome Comrade is our 2,000th follower. Oh, JJ Fly was our 2000th. Odd uh, fuck. Oh, now all of them are following us. Oh, that's that sucks. <laughs> oh, stop it. Stop it. We got what we wanted. Stop. Whenever all the the goyim no blah blah twenty seven eighty five when all those uh, bots get exploded, we'll, we'll be covered. Oh, so Raiders, this is our local music show. We usually do leftist politics covering cults, control groups, conspiracy theory, and extremism. But this one's for the homies. This one's for the homies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Lump's going to unfollow now because we're being mean to our followers. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. <clears throat> um, what I was... Since... Yeah, buddy. Continue. <laughs> so, since since the Honey Wilders, have you done any other music? Have you met any music heads up to where you where you moved at? Because I know you're no longer in the Bay. You know, I've tried to get stuff going up here, uh, but it's pretty. It's I'm in the middle of Oregon, man. It's really. Uh, it's weird. It's weird. Uh, I'll be moving to the Portland area, and I, I expect to get uh, a couple more willing participants <laughs> around. Uh, there's a lot of um, like racist boomers. It's probably the what part the, of Oregon are you in? Uh, Albany. Albany. Okay, I don't know where that yeah. is. I lived in Monroe for like three months. It's like a teeny tiny town, 650 people in between Eugene and Corvallis. Oh, yeah. So I'm in I'm in Corvallis's sister city. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha. Oh, mm. Lonesome comrade in the chat lives uh, on the I-5 I corridor as well up there in Oregon. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. And, it's just... and if you're a comrade up in that area, you probably are lonesome. Yeah. Well, there's some, there's some solidarity going on here. Uh, the music scene's just kind of whack. Bleak. It's just, I mean, you just got to go to Portland, I guess, or Portland area. Well, such a, such a small Portland. percentage of our society is going to tend to be like musicians or people who do music at all. And then there's going to be a smaller subset of that of people who want to commit to a band. And if you don't have like a dense area with like a critical mass of people, it's going to be hard to get a bunch of bands going, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's... Guess that's true. I, I think I'm I'm a little I'm a little weird because like the music I know is all like late '60s, early '70s, and I like stopped knowing anything past 1979 or so. Oh, do you like disco? So kind of. Uh, yeah, some disco. Some disco's all right. Good. All right. Well, that's uh, cool because Nazis hate disco. <laughs> You can buy a shirt on our website that says that. Really? Just not on Teespring. <laughs> but it turns out that I was wrong because Deanna Plus, they always play Hella Disco. Oh, true. Yeah. Yeah, she is she she is kind of a Nazi. <laughs> she does like disco. 
she's she's one of those like well-meaning Nazis that's going to be like crying at the Nuremberg trial she's about like, how she like I had no idea I was I was participating in such horrible atrocities. She's like a she's like a, a Nazi grandma. She's like I'll make you a nice strudel, but don't bring your friend over. Yeah, <laughs> I like how you cut it out. You're like I know where we're at. Wow. <laughs> oh shit. Fucking shit's fucking falling down over here. Oh, so uh Curtis, can I'd like I'd like you to talk a little bit about your talk show if you if you don't mind it. You're gonna have to get used oh to this God. as you get as you get to be important and big in the talk show scene. You're gonna be like uh you're gonna be like a cool Joe Rogan. Well what uh, nah, nah, nah. Like I said cool. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. <laughs> um yeah, I, I I actually uh uh if 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 you had like uh talk show icons I'm so, I, I want to be somewhere between Mark Marin and Neil deGrasse Tycon uh, or oh, no, 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 Neil deGrasse uh, uh, Tyson um, in content and how I handle content. Um, Rogan. I don't, I don't get it. I don't oh, get it. I, I mean, I, I know what's up with Rogan. No, he, he, no. he has a, he has people on that makes his audience feel smart. Yeah, there's that, but just uh it seems like this okay so so here this is what i mean by being between neil degrasse tyson and and um and mark Marin. neil degrasse tyson is about scientific reality he's about like this is what exists and this is what doesn't exist and we could talk about it all day but it still doesn't make this unexist mm -hmm. so he's very he's very pragmatic um, but also very warm and welcoming. Then when you listen to uh, Mark Marin, he is not warm and welcoming. In fact, he's very stinging and abrasive sometimes, yep. but he is not afraid to dive headfirst into emotion. He, he will talk until he is a blubbering, crying, snotty mess about something that's affected him and he's like no no we got to keep talking about it because i'm not going to stop hurting until i get this out mm -hmm. and that is unfucking real to listen to when when he has those moments when he well, has my, those my moments. favorite my favorite podcaster is a good friend of Marin's, uh sam cedar he does the majority oh, nice. report uh they're they're they they have this shtick going where they don't like each other yeah. But that yeah, that they're they've been friends forever, and it's a uh, nice. it's really interesting because they kind of both came out of acting and comedy, and they both ended up doing podcasting. But Sam is like an abrasive kind of political pundit, very opinionated, and Mark Maron yeah. is clearly a man with a, a set of opinions too. But he's more in the let's have a conversation about like your experiences and how how you felt as these things happened to you, and I'll I'll talk about similar experiences that I had. It's just real interesting yeah. to watch them kind of come from the same space and completely diverge in that way. Yeah. I think, I think though that, um, uh, when you, when you are pushed into a corner because someone else has taken the role of whatever you thought was going to be something you want to talk about, then you end up like having to come out of it with better ideas. Right. So you have to say, um, you have to say, I've been limited to this box and inside this box, there's a pencil and a, a, a chewing gum wrapper. Uh, if I was MacGyver, what could I make out of this? A bomb. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Or you could you could make like a, a freaking getaway device or something something important. But you have to be limited in order to be expressive. 
If you are unlimited, you're like, ah, I got all the tools. I got, I got million dollar microphones. I got people wanting me all the time. I'm going to go watch TV. You're not interested in it. There's no chase. Oh shit. Somebody just caught fucking Juan and the media went with a tinfoil hat. Good job. Also, just real quick. <laughs> thanks for the follow. I fight for them. Nice. Now we're at a, a 2002 followers. We skipped 2001. We did not go on a space odyssey. Somebody tried to fucking put a face sucker on people in the chat. I like a, <laughs> like a bunch. So, Juan, Juan, you've been, you've been awful quiet. So I'm, I'm supposed to be hosting this panel. What, oh what, yes. Yeah. What's on your mind? What, what you got, what you got going on? Uh, any, oh, any no, no. you I'm working just, on any uh, solo music or jamming with the camp or what's been going on, man? Right now I'm just kind of winding up trying to, uh, get myself, um, mentally prepared for going online back onto work uh and starting with uh maybe getting some food for once going out and kind of just trying to get into a normalized uh position to where um you know hopefully speaking uh we can we can find ourselves being in the realm of being able to play perform music again and i'm hoping something could I don't know. I know that's uh, being optimistic and saying this, but maybe some something could open up later down the, the, the near the end of the year. I don't know, but um, um, realistically, it could be next year. Um, sure. I don't know. It just it just kind of all depends on like how how quickly like. And this is definitely like, this is definitely a music issue. And I think like I think like in a lot of ways, like <clears throat> music and entertainment got left behind uh, in our conversation about COVID and. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm hoping by the end of the summer to be at a gig. I know that's incredibly optimistic and, but I think that we may, there may be some, we may learn something about the production of this vaccine that allows us to produce more of it more quickly. We may, I don't know, figure out that the post office already delivers things and they should be delivering the vaccine to places because they already delivered things because like we could figure that out, like by listening to this crappy show. Um, but I'm like optimistic that maybe by the end of the summer, maybe not indoors, but we'll be able to go to a gig at a park or I'm optimistic that maybe, maybe even playing July bike party this year. Um, but I think that, and that's one of the things you, you focus on, on your show is that not just, um, musicians, but basically people in the service industry that don't work at Safeway, I'm talking about your food servers. Your bartenders, bartenders. uh, places where people gather and folks work there. Those people have been left behind. And we just, the conversation around this is because it's online and it's been on zoom and it's been on like podcasts and and stuff. We're like heavily focused on people like, like myself, like Curtis, like Juan, who can work from home. And like, we don't talk a lot about the people who can't. Yeah. Yeah. No, I have, uh, um, uh, I will be honest here. I, uh, I, I actually sincerely, fear for people like um um i i will not name his club or his name but let's just say in san jose there's a very big nightclub that does live music and the man who owns that nightclub is kind of um kind of a, a very depressed man to begin with and he's also a technology curmudgeon he doesn't want to participate in technology i don't know how he's doing I sent him a text every once in a while. I don't know. I don't know. And and I can only imagine that his universe absolutely fucking crumbled. 
and that yeah. he's either found something that to make him happy or he's deeper in the depression that I've never been close enough to understand. So when I think of reaching out to people that are in our scene, mm -hmm. I focus on my idea of what I think he's going through. Uh, and I'm, I'm really willing to jump into a deep intellectual or emotional uh, com uh, conversation or even conflict over these topics because I do care about that. I do care about those people. So, and well, think about this. Like, that's a guy, you know, who owns a club. Think about somebody who was working, like had been, you know, in the food service industry for 10 or 12 years and has just got that gig at that nice restaurant where they're taking home $200, maybe $300 in tips on a Friday. And yeah. like, like we don't know that person and that person like busted their ass to like get there. And is that restaurant going to be there? What's the competition going to be like in the marketplace where they just made that next step up the rung? Are they going to be yeah. back down a couple steps on that ladder when they come back? Like, there's all kinds yeah, of sure. uh, about any, any kind of service industry stuff where people gather. It's just, man. man. Yeah. Yeah. On top of the fact that, that those people are because they're quote essential workers, they have to touch the public and they are, it's basically like the entire staff gets COVID. They come back to work and then they get COVID again they come back to work and they get COVID again. It's just a vicious cycle. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I, I had friends that worked in the, in the industry that were kind of bombastic. They were like, ah, yeah, you know, like some of our guys got COVID, but like, it's not going to hit me. Da, 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 da. And it's like, Hey, I see you're at, you're not at work. He's like, yeah, I got COVID. And it's like, yeah, you're going to fucking get it. <laughs> and you're coughing, you're coughing to show us how it feels. I smoke a lot of weed, man. <laughs> Yeah, I have a lot of EMT friends uh, living in your area, some of whom are probably never going to get over the PTSD that last year caused. Fuck, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, know a, I know a gal, at, uh, kind of a popular DJ, who in the middle of COVID up and moved to just outside of Reno because I I'm just have to assume that it was just too much for her, right? <clears throat> well, it cost a living, too. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right? She was... I, I just know her. She loved Oakland. So mm -hmm. I think that she, I'm not like super tight with her or whatever, but I know her well enough, you know? And I think, I think it, 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 she's like one of those, she's like one of those people that, you know, like feels things in like a, like when, like I've done a lot of E with her, so maybe I'm biased, but, <laughs> but also like somebody who's done a lot of E is going to tend to be like in touch with their emotions in a way that maybe other people aren't sometimes yeah. to, to our own detriment, by the way. But yeah, but I just, I think she, I think she split because of the, the pressure of COVID in her field as an EMT a term for that. Like uh, people that are emotionally responsive like that. I can't remember the, the name the empaths. That. Yeah. Empaths. Empaths. Yeah. I, 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 I know that because I, I, I date an empath, uh, empath, empath. <laughs> no, Sometimes you are at an empath. I, I, I love your wife. Before they kicked me off of Facebook for criticizing them in a five thirty eight article, I loved her posts. They were always it was always you and her or her and like outdoors pictures and like fucking always yeah, like yeah. really nice fucking stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, we we try to keep it a uh, positive, but she does, um, you know, uh, it, things um, the the things affect her emotionally that I would never think would be a big deal. 
and it's kind of hard for me because i'm i'm mostly like a positive go lucky dude right so so if something is falling apart i'm like yeah but at least we got free this or <laughs> you know like covid happened but at least you know the we got free money or at least we got a uh, uh got to stay home and enjoy our place you know like what whatever whatever bright side of the coin i can show um and uh, to have uh, to be as close as I am to an empath, it's a it's a learning experience, a daily experience for sure. The chat's all we got free money. Okay, very little. <laughs> ask, yes, an, ask an Italian about free money; they'll be like, "Oh, we oh we got to plenty of it." You know, Curtis spoken that was spoken like someone who's been playing ska since the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You but also, right. um, the uh, <laughs> the conversation has shifted a lot to a vaccine, and I think that maybe the whole idea around testing shouldn't be lost either because, I mean, you test, it means you find more cases, but it also means that there's a lot more negatives, right? So, and then that brings everything down and you kind of scale down in those tiers. So, probably uh, what we could be doing as a community is just going out and and getting COVID tested, just even if we know we're negative, because it helps. Those those numbers help. Hey, monster they help six bring foot three. Down. Monster six foot three. I don't think that a thousand, a million Californians moved to Vegas. I think there would be a housing shortage and a massive uh, real estate bubble if that happened. But I, I mm -hmm. maybe you were using a million, like like a, like millions of people are doing this when you don't know. You just know all your neighbors are doing it. But yeah. I know that I know that people are leaving the Bay Area and I welcome it. If fucking San Francisco rent has gone down 40%, I would love to move back to the fucking Castro. Holy shit. Uh, keep in mind, keep in mind that San Jose has a uh, has uh, 1.028 million people in it. So so 1 million people lost in California is just the population of San Jose. But to Vegas? San Jose proper. But to Vegas, Vegas is cheap. Yeah, but a million people from California did not move to Vegas in a year. It would be a nightmare for Las Vegas. Yeah, but Vegas has had a lot of nightmares lately. So. True. So, um, That's why what happens there stays there. You don't want to bring that nightmare with you. You want to go sleep in Kansas. Hey, Dave, I've I've got some friends waiting in another chat room for me. Oh yes, but like, thanks thanks for joining us, man. Thanks for uh, hopping on with me when it was when it was sad and I was here by myself and. I didn't yeah. have Charlie Kirk to make fun of. All you have to do is close <laughs> the window out and there's nothing to do here. Oh, what do you think cool. of this service? This OBS Ninja. What do you think of this? It's dope. This is dope. You should see the it's control really panel good. that I have. Like I can like rearrange you guys on the screen. I can full screen one. I can do anything with it. And it's all just a browser source in OBS. It's so good. I love it. I love your dedication to the open source uh, project. Yeah, OBS is uh, OBS Ninja is open source, and we could install it on our own server. But fuck that, HK hasn't done that for us yet. <laughs> <laughs> cool, great talking with you, with you, Curtis, and and Juan, you're a legend. Likewise, <laughs> sir. Likewise, I love your music, and that was a great fucking song, man. Real yeah. talk, love it. Excellent. I can't wait to hear the rest of the album. Oh, excellent. Yeah, I'll. Uh... Oh, do we have your do I have your permission to just send Juan some MP3s? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, cool. Juan, Juan, just remind me tomorrow. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll zip it up or whatever and send you the MP3s. Yes, sir. Yeah, the the YouTube ones sound kind of doo doo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. uh, you know, fucking while you're while you're mentioning sound quality, shout out to the Wyatt Act for always sending me flax. <laughs> Ooh, that's spicy. 
<laughs> hey, thanks again for joining us, man. And uh, if you want to join this local panel on a uh, local of panel any any Tuesday for ten minutes or two hours, you're welcome anytime. I'll hit you up whenever I have time. Uh, you don't have to hit me up. You just the, that that link's public, man. Just show up in the waiting room, and eventually, what is it? The host, media wench. The host will be with you eventually. The host will be with you eventually. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I'll see you then. Uh, thanks for hanging out, man. It was good to meet you Peace, and good guys. to put a face to a name. Peace, brother. Cheers. Well. Good, good a time as any to take a break here. We're going to go with uh, Gentle Lies by Sweet Haya, and uh, we will have uh, Nahal on one of these weeks. You call yourself far from amazing. You call yourself a passing good time. You call yourself a hired gun. Yourself, the devil's best.
far from amazing You call yourself a passing good town, good town, good town Sweet Haya is generalized. And like the thing I like about Sweet Haya is it almost sounds like every song she's writing is like about me. And I don't think she's writing songs about me. She didn't even know me when she wrote these songs. But it just feels like, just kind of feels like they're like about the audience or about someone in the audience. It's, it's kind of, it's weird. It's a, uh, it's a, it's a, <clears throat> like she uses the word you a lot and she doesn't use the word me or they or them a lot she doesn't talk about a third party she's always like her songs are always to the audience it's always about you it's pretty cool i think it's i don't know if she's doing that on purpose or not but that's super smart yeah yeah one of one of the things i always thought was uh or one of the songs i always thought was like uh, the most the most important song that anyone could hear in a in a drunken state, in a drunken, stoned, crazy, I'm at a show state, is uh, Cheap Tricks. I want you to want me. I need you to need me. Mm-hmm. I love love me, and that's literally just what everybody wants. Mm-hmm. But then he's also saying it to you, which makes you as an audience member feel like someone is reaching out to you. Somebody like from Cheap Trick, no less. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it just really like a lot of people in their lives, like, just think about how separated people are right now. Not even considering like how people are separated in their lives in their when they drive in their little car, listen to their little podcast or 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 radio station, and they get to work and they're like, with all their employees or get away from me, I got work to do. And then they go and they come home and they're lucky if they if they get a call from their girlfriend or boyfriend or family member or whatnot, or a friend from out of town, that sort of thing. Like just to have someone say in a very sincere voice, I need you. It's important. And even though that that song is just like pop garbage, it becomes an icon of a song because 
it says that. And uh, that's what I think about when I write music is that is that I can't seem to do that. I can't seem to figure out what that one thing to say to the audience that will make them be forever endeared to me. So, well, that's why you have a talk show now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. I don't, I don't know. Like my, my problem is that I I have too many, like too many shit balls rolling in my head and I write them all out and then I go, okay, this is too direct. This is too like, this is too exactly what's in my head. And so then I change words to be poetic or to lose the concept. And then I'm like, good. Now it works rhythmically and it loses the audience and they can think about what the lyrics actually mean. And meanwhile, I can sing it and then go have tacos. (laughs) (laughs) I was was watching your show earlier. You were talking about every time somebody bring up a place you went, you're like, Hey, what was that taco joint? We went to there yes 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 absolutely no the uh being in the being a band like this uh you get to see all the the greatest tacos all the greatest tacos mm-hmm. i miss all the greatest tacos they're out there they're just still li- there hey man just if, you're, if you're the ever, ever on the west side looking for, a ta- looking for a taco and i don't mean the other thing you're married shoot me a, shoot me a message there's a great place over here uh right off of winchester that if you haven't been to it it's super good the fucking pastor uh, there is on point. A little greasy, but on point. Is it Bravo? No, 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 <laughs> no. No, they have pastor. Place called well, Rico's. Place, place called Rico's. You'd never go there otherwise. But if you're ever over kind of Campbell, Los Gatos area, and you're on your way back, yeah, yeah hit me Rico. up. I'll make sure you know what place it is because then you could be like, I've had the best tacos in Campbell. I hear their tacos are rich. <laughs> let me tell you, my, let me tell you, my friend, the Taco Incorporated has never stopped. It is always, uh, always going, never ceasing. <laughs> the taco armada is attacking. <laughs> it's the only thing COVID can't stop is the taco parade. Okay, okay. So, so if you go down to Tijuana, you don't want to touch anything in Tijuana. Everything is 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 gross and disgusting. But I will go to every sidewalk vendor and get a taco from every sidewalk vendor because you know what. That's the one thing is taco cannot be stopped by COVID taco cannot be stopped by herpes or whatever is, whatever is on those streets. Also rules. I'm pretty sure that most of us may already have like a, I won't say we're immune, but have like a strong fucking set of like antiviral fucking. What you're talking about. We've been to the caravan and Johnny V's. Yes. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, I'd be more worried about the uh, the, the bars in uh, West 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 Hollywood. You know, you know, dude, dude. You know what? I've played I've played at clubs in West Hollywood, and that shit was dope. You know why? Because they always pay you. <laughs> Fucking, I played yeah. at, I played at Tiger Heat, and I played Trance, and like the people there who wanted to hear Whitney Houston wanted nothing to do with it, and they still fuck. They just paid me when I was when I was like fucking grab my record bag it was back in the day when we played records i think i walked up with a check and was like thank you for playing i'm just telling you west hollywood's club scene is a uh is a very professional uh place where everyone gets paid well i will tell you that we played a lot in in uh downtown hollywood and no one gets paid (laughs) go play for the gays go play for the gays they will always pay you you get you get you you pay to play 
you pay to play at this place. That's how well, it is. Dave even, is saying even, that the gays will is. pay. If, like if I go out to San Francisco and they give me 200 bucks to play, I'm mm-hmm. still paying to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially now that we're doing Twitch. Mm-hmm. We can make, you know, it could be one of those nights where if I go, like after all this is over, if I go to San Francisco and pay, play and they're paying me 200 bucks. Okay. I took uh, the Caltrain out there. Fine. Um, okay. Now I'm in San Francisco at two in the morning. Mm-hmm. What does $200 get you? I mean, pretty soon, if the real estate keeps diving, you can get a month in an apartment for that, maybe, but. <laughs> All of us will end up in uh, fucking San Francisco. I mean, if real estate keeps, if real estate keeps diving there, I'm out, like, for sure. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, like, in the before times, right, 200 bucks for uh, an, an hour, an hour and a half set seems good. But if I'm mm-hmm. going from Campbell to uh, San Francisco and I don't drive a car. Well, now I'm spending the rest of it on an Uber home because it's not like mm-hmm. I didn't, it's not like, okay, they may have given me some drinks at the bar, but it's not like I did not, um, exceed <laughs> their generosity at the bar. Right. Cause like a club promoter can only really give you so many vodkas and tonics. And then they have to be like, listen, listen, if you're going to have a bad set, cause you're drunk, I, it can't be my fault. This is my show. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> but now you see, you have me here. So all you have to do is just buy me drinks or maybe you shouldn't buy me drinks because I would be the one driving you. <laughs> and now there's two of us. Now there's two of us. We have to worry about your car. Here's, here's one thing I can't I can't figure out is is uh, you know we have we have delivery marijuana right yes and delivery right. food right but why can't you just buy your friend a cocktail? You, you can. can you can get cocktails delivered. Where 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 do we get to- cocktails delivered? I'd have one delivered every day. <laughs> I mean, you would be really pissed off that it cost you as much as the bottle after all the fees and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but think, it's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, no, there's cocktail. You can get cocktails delivered. Nice. Yeah. If there's a, if there's a place that has, that does uh, a food delivery or whatever, and they also have like signature beverages, they'll generally, I've seen some that like mix them up and give you like a Mason jar full. So it's like two or three. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I bought alcohol from from uh, restaurants and had takeout alcohol. That's that's no problem. I'm talking. What I'm talking about is a custom cocktail. Someone drives to the location and goes, "Gloosh, gloosh, gloosh." Here you go, love of Curtis, and that's it. Wow. You may have struck something. something here. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about <laughs> with ice and jiggers and everything. Like, let's make it happen. Hmm. Let's do it. Hmm. Mixing hmm. up cocktails right on the sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, you're just opening the door for like, like corn carts and margaritas. <laughs> No, I, if I if I could, I would have the guy the guy with the the bacon wrapped hot dogs like right in front of my house. <laughs> Dude, I used to work in Hayward, right off of A Street in Meekland, and the corn carts with the mango guys and the thing oh, yeah. back up all fucking day, mm-hmm. like right mm-hmm. across the directly across the street from my uh, from my office was one of the best little hole in the wall taco joints. Not gonna lie, I got food poisoning there. It's okay. I didn't care. I still went. I'm like, eh, it was my bad. Whatever. Chat, That's a risky take. Chat said, you risky had a great, chat said you had a great business idea, right? For 25 bucks, you just send somebody to your friend's door and they make your friend a cocktail. You've had two mm-hmm. good business ideas. You also showed us that contraption that you put on your microphone earlier. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely hiring me for. I'm the idea guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
<laughs> the idea. <Yep. laughs> Somebody yeah. else would have to hire you because we we are we're at the point where we're covering the opportunity cost almost of renting this room to somebody. So mm. <clears throat> nice, nice. We're doing better than we were a while ago, though. We used to say we're hemorrhaging money, and now we're like, uh, if nothing breaks, we're almost breaking even. But now something's going to break. Watch the stream cuts, and the computer won't turn on. Or... No. You just replaced ah. the computer. You got a new mic. You got a new fucking controller. You're you're good for. That's what's going to break is my fucking ten year old DJ controller that I spill beer on and slam the faders on. That's the thing that's going to break, and I've never you never got occurred. your money out of that bitch. You know, that's a thousand bucks if that fucking thing breaks. Oh, GXG laughing at us. Uh, thanks for the raid earlier. I'm sure you're uh, actually after your people raided, we did talk a little bit about being a leftist. I think it was your chat's influence. GXG platform again is going to be on the cults and satanic panic show with us on fucking Thursday. Juan, you got to join us for that one week too, but not the same week. We have another newbie on me and the media went would just bash our heads against the screen trying to do that show with two people who've never been on it. <laughs> but it's a good time I'll be exciting yes good times there's this show called fire by night from the early 90s that was like a highly christian version of fucking saturday night live and we've been watching the shit out of that <laughs> nice there's like four seasons of it it will it oh god the musical guests on there ha <laughs> <laughs> they all they all look like it's a real they all got that Richard Marks hair, haircut going on. Yeah. It's quality. Like, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Or like a Duran Duran song, but also singing about Jesus because it was that, t that day and age. Mm. All right. I'm going to play a monkey song because we got Curtis here. I hope that's okay with everybody. Nice. Yep. Do it. The sugar, yes. The Sugar Town by Monkey. And uh, we'll be back in a little bit. Trying all the ketchup with the merry-go-round 
you got the blues Strutting up and down in your worn out shoes Drag a race car off the course Where you sold the whole farm when you bought the horse Trying not to catch up with the merry-go-round But it will that song made me think of drinking a blue cocktail on the beach like with other people nice <laughs> that song that song's about hollywood believe it or not <clears throat> not about hmm. west hollywood definitely about downtown hollywood yeah for sure i i, I um yeah we we wrote that song uh, uh back when uh back when remember when the when the biggest uh freaking news that was making you go insane all the time was uh was britney spears which which <laughs> time she shaved her head early 2000 and you're just like oh my god yeah and they were trying and, and everybody had a reality tv show and you're just like Fuck it. <laughs> I, I feel like i would have done better as like an adult during that time than i'm doing now. i mean i was an yeah. adult then but i'm like a real adult now I feel like was- <laughs> uh geppetto made me a real boy <laughs> <laughs> But it was like the early, early beginnings of what we have now, right? It was like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was growing the the eggs that that will become the chickens that come home to roost. Oh, that's a great line for a song. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I do. That's what that's I what do. do. Yeah, put that one in Bring your pocket. Out. Put that one in your pocket so you don't forget it. Zoink. <laughs> somebody, got, somebody got to bring the real in this town. <laughs> if you want a little cream in your coffee <laughs> scrappy says oh that's like fucking around and finding out <laughs> hell yeah i like scrappy. how i like how like our chat is just like yeah you now you can do whatever you want you you all can just like have your friends on to talk about music you can make fun of charlie kirk do whatever you want we'll come hang out in your channel <laughs> whatever whatever wonder if i could just like make people watch me work during the day with like a screenshot of my browser and my email and see if see if i get 20 25 people to tune into that like, oh, shit, dave got a dave got, dave got dave got an email oh that person was mean hey watch this response watch this response look at that he's buying more connectors off of ebay oh no dave got another email from that shitty club in los angeles also called echoplex oh yeah the funniest thing is there's a club called the echoplex in los angeles and we get email from them about like people leaving or not anymore but we used to get email about people leaving their jacket and shit there and i just told them to like go there and like ask for bob (laughs) (laughs) we have your jacket go ask for bob That's uh the Echoplex is probably an Echo Park. Probably, yeah. I think they it's, play it's like fun. based on the based on the people emailing me about their jacket, I think that they are uh they play a lot of pop music. Uh, like people who go to punk shows and like house music shows and shit, you don't lose your jacket. No. <laughs> you know why? Because they don't pay for someone to like watch their jacket. Right. And if your jacket <laughs> ends up like on the floor at the end of the night, the person who fucking like does the 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 broom on the floor will just put your fucking jacket in the little thing and dump it in the trash. 
Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Have you ever lost something at a club and retrieved it? That's that's an interesting story. Juan, have you ever lost something at a club and retrieved it? Yeah. Go ahead. Yes, I've had that happen. uh, Rare occasions where sometimes uh, a piece of music equipment is left behind, maybe a power cable or something like that. Them little wall warts. Them them little wall warts for a synthesizer Uh, or a controller. Oh no! Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes that shit's eighty bucks from the manufacturer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a pain in the ass, but you know it happens. Curtis, you ever left something at a club and been able to retrieve it? Uh, I'm not the leave. Well, okay, 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 okay. So I have to preempt this. I'm not the leave my shit at the club guy. Okay. No, right. I mean just like I, an I item you either. forgot though when you were tearing it's down. Rare. Okay, okay, okay. So, so, but, but, uh, I, I have to, I have to tell you a, a three parter. It's a, it's a story about Micah because Micah is, is wonderful at leaving stuff at clubs. <laughs> he will leave. He will leave. But that's everything. okay. He'll be back there the next day with the next band that he's playing with. So it's fine. Yeah, but he'll he'll be like, "Where did my left foot go? <laughs> I must have left it at the club last night." Like he's that dude, right? So, uh, uh, so we go uh, to we go to to Santa Cruz. We play a show at the uh, at the uh, whatever the fucking big club down there is. Uh, um, I'm forgetting the club name. Well, probably now. doesn't exist anymore anyway, so it's not really important yeah, to remember. Yeah. So we, we go down there, we play the show, uh, and he gets so drunk that he leaves his his uh, his jacket, his stick bag, his snare, and uh, I, I think like his hat or something, or sunglasses, right? And he's so drunk that he basically refuses to load anything, so nobody grabs it, and we just drive away. <laughs> and and uh, then we're, we're off for like a month, right? And right. he does he has no idea that he's left it. And so we go, uh, we get an offer to go on a tour and we go on a tour and the first date, he opens up the, the back of the van and he's like, where's my snare? Holy shit. <laughs> so oh, we end up borrowing, you know, a snare, drumsticks, everything from the, from the bands that are on the tour with us uh, until we get back and he's freaking out. And of course I call the club and the club is like, yeah, we've been wondering who's this shit. It's been sitting around here for a month now. <laughs> but, um, uh, and then, and then, and then uh, Brian actually, le- uh, we played in Seattle and he left his trumpet in Seattle and we drove all the way down to Portland, realized that he didn't have the trumpet. And so I'm like, we don't have time to go, you know, two and a half hours up, two and a half hours down, right? We got about an hour, you know, a couple hours before the show. Right. And so I call a friend in Seattle and she drives halfway down and we drive halfway up and meet at a gas station and grab the the trumpet and then come back down just in time to play the show. So so there's that. Uh, And then uh, the only time that I've participated in such such chicanery is uh we played a show in uh in uh uh in nevada in las vegas at the double down which is if anybody's gone to it it's like the ultimate punk rock dive like it every the whole wall is just stickers everywhere and like vomit and puke Right. And, uh, and I walk in with, with, I start walking in with equipment and someone says, Oh no, we're just going to use the back line. I'm like, okay, cool. And I just put the equipment down and I shove it underneath the pool table so that nobody will fuck with the equipment. 
Right. And of course, I should have taken it outside, but like I figure it's safer inside if it's there right next to me. And of course, I forgot to grab it and nobody else grabbed it because they didn't know it was there. So Micah was like, you left my shit in because I left his snare and something else. In, uh, Micah in, and in, the missing snare on local life. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and he, for one time, he, and he took every opportunity to jab me for it. He was just like, you son of a bitch. I'm always leaving stuff, and now you left my shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to get it back for you. So what happened is we ended up, uh, um, Brian goes down to uh, Vegas frequently to, to attend the, they do this thing called the, the Weenie Roast, where they actually have punk rock bands and a hot dog vendor. And they just give out hot dogs and like, it's a, it's a whole thing. Right. And right, so he goes, right. down, he, he goes down once a month for the weenie roast. So he called, uh, uh, I called up a, a friend's band. They said, Oh, that's cool. One of our guys works for the club. We'll just grab it. They grabbed it. It was there. They held it at their, their apartment. And then he went down to go to the weenie roast and, and it was waiting for him there. So, um, wow. flew back with it right before our next gig. <laughs> I mean, it was back like in a week and a half. So. I've, but it's, it's kind of like that though when you're on tour right you have like all these crazy situations that go down there it's yeah. crazy yeah so i have um, the weirdest um, i have the weirdest story about leaving a piece of equipment somewhere and it's the best story ever tell it <clears throat> i played bike party i had just gotten this controller that i have it was like brand new like i paid a hundred dollars over msrp because i had to have it i left the fucking power adapter at bike party I had to play the next day at the back bar and I was, I had to, I called drew and I was like, drew, I can't play. I lost my power adapter. And he's like, no, don't worry about it. He's like, bring what you have. I have you covered. I'm like, what are you talking about? I have a brand new piece of gear. He's like, listen, you will never buy another drink at my bar. If you can't play tonight on your equipment. So I show up at the bar and he just hands me my power adapter. <laughs> but I left it bike party the night before and Drew's like not involved with bike party and I have no idea how my fucking power adapter got from leaving it at a bike party to the place I was going to play the next day yeah well yeah. I, it could have been a completely different power adapter but like the confidence in his voice mm -hmm. I have to guess somebody from bike party dropped it off at, at the club Either that or he's got like 45 of those adapters just sitting there. <laughs> no, this was a brand new piece of gear and he had no idea what gear it was. Huh. So I, ha I have guessed somebody from bike party that I like yeah. told about or whatever, but I don't know for sure. And that's my, that's like a, like an uplifting. I've left my equipment somewhere. So nice. we found out where I was playing next and dropped it off. It was like an hour and a half before, because I like hadn't, my bag was all packed up. I just assumed everything was in there. And before I go anywhere, I check. Like my power nice. adapter's not in here and he's like don't worry about it i have you will be able to play come here nice yeah, yeah. bike party the last one uh i went to was uh was uh probably november of 2019 i think november. too cold i wasn't playing that one i might have been riding it though yeah it was either october or november uh i took my coworker. Uh, and uh, one of the stops was that um, was in that field that's actually like a homeless village. It's right uh, off of uh, Coleman. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. And uh, and my my coworker that I was uh, exposing to bike party, he was like, "Oh, this is great." He's a German guy, 
He's like, he's so great. I love this. He's so, so good. And then, uh, <laughs> and then he's like, I like your bike. Can I ride it? And I was like, yeah, sure. So he gets on my bike and he rides over to the DJ tent and he come and he rides back. And he's like, oh, very good. Very good bike. Okay, cool. And so then I ride home and uh, the next morning I get up and I want all my tires are flat because that field is filled with goat head thorns. Oh, no. Ouch. Like and my first or second bike party, I learned to never ride through the grass. Just wait yeah. and ride on the fucking concrete. No matter where you are, don't ride through the grass or the dirt. You're drunk and yeah. you're probably far from home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, 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 I know those lessons well, but like I lent it to him and I figured he would just go the length of the parking lot, but he went out of the parking lot across over a grass median and then came back. And I was like, mm. oh, fuck. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. Tires. I used to do a bike party with uh, Randall Pink, Randall Aubrey. Yeah, and, I know. Uh, yeah. He was with me once when I, I had far too much to drink and hit one sprinkler head, and it was fine. We just stopped, and I had a spare. But then I hit another sprinkler head at a completely different location, and I had to call a taxi and throw my bike in the back of a taxi. Ah. Uh. That's rough. It was, la- <laughs> yeah, it was rough for me, not for him. Randall Aubrey, I was having a good old time laughing at me and shit and being like, you dumb motherfucker. Oh, man. <laughs> and he was like, oh, I don't live too far from here. We can walk. We'll walk the bikes. And I'm like, dude, you're going to be calling me a dumb motherfucker until the morning. Fuck that. Yeah. Go home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, I've said this a bunch of times. The thing about bike party, I think it'll be the first big event that comes back to San Jose because it's outside. Yeah, yeah. People don't understand in San Jose bike party, even in like January, there's like a thousand fucking people there. Mm. And in July, media wench, you remember fucking bikes as far back. You have no idea how many fucking people were. The bikes distorted a little bit because everybody Mm -hmm. takes up a little more space, but that's going to be the first thing back. So y'all are going to be pissed. You're going to be like, Dave, of all people, got a gig before us in the new, (laughs) new, 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 new normal. Yeah, I got to say that, uh, when I, uh, you know, take you to the spots, to all the locations, I thought that was pretty exciting, man. It was like, you know, all of a sudden it was like you go to a spot and it's completely empty. You set up. <laughs> and then within the next 15 minutes, I don't know, thousands and thousands of people just show up. It's crazy. It's crazy. And then a mini festival uh, ensues. It's nuts. Maybe we- I should get a, a, invest in a flatbed truck and then mount all the, the gear on Dude. it. Dude dude hit me up like you can't do it the first one back but the second one back i got you you're first after me <laughs> but no if if y'all pulled up on a flatbed truck the problem is getting into the space with the flatbed you have to be there first and you have to be ready yeah. to leave last your set will yeah. be 40 minutes and you have to be ready to be there for like an hour 30 right yeah because you especially if you have a flatbed truck and there's drunk people on bikes and shit like yeah, <clears throat> Brandon who plays with me so, there sometimes gets annoyed. He's like, "Oh, we're going to be twenty minutes early." I'm like, "Yes." Do you get to set up in the good spot? Uh, you set up, and also you're like not worried about running over a cyclist on your way in. Yeah, yeah, sure. But yeah, I it would be wonderful if you got a flatbed truck and your band wanted to play. I think the people would have a very good time. Yeah, yeah. Maybe That's a uh, great idea. It, it is a great idea, but, uh, but the, the one thing I'm worried about is, is, uh, having, uh, it, it's hard enough to wrangle band members for one, one set in one place, but having them like put away gear and then 
open up gear and put it away and open it and put it away. Uh, it no, doesn't you, seem you do, you do one, you do one. There's tons of DJs, right? So you just do the first regroup because you know, there's yeah. two, you could yeah. try to do two, but if you just wanted to do one, that wouldn't be a problem at all. Yeah. 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 So, so I, I would think that it would be a, a, a one, uh, type of scenario. So it would be just like, uh, like maybe the DJ on one side of the parking lot and the band on the other side of the parking no, lot. Or at the, just at the first regroup at the band. I'll oh, play cool. this. If no other DJ only wants to play regroup, the, the second regroup, I'll do it. Fuck it. Like, yeah. Plus there's yeah. like 10 DJs associated with bike parties. Somebody will play that second regroup. Yeah, for sure. For yeah. sure. Uh, probably next summer. Let's get on this. That'd be great. Yeah, just yeah. like unassuming flatbed, just sitting there with like a tarp over it. And then all of a sudden the tarp comes off that a band starts playing Scott. Come on. Yeah. 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 I'd that would be great. You make it look as like, make it look like it's been there for a month. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I'm down. All right. We're going to go a little long. I'm going to play a song right now. Cause I got to pee. Also, I want to play super soul brothers. They do like, they do it's video game music, but it's like symphonic video they're so great we met them through lex the lexicon artist and brandon eisenberg they were they played the mag west festival they're out of oakland i think super cool band and this song is called megalovania i suppose video game people know what that is yeah let's do it
Super Soul Bros. Wow. Oh, yeah, that was recorded live, too. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I just heard a crowd. That was recorded live. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> like when everything's Love all it. line level going into the PA, it's actually easy to record your live set. Yeah. I like to do a collab with Curtis. Oh, yeah. Do a collab or something. Yeah. I'll do a. <laughs> You need a keys guy. You got it. You got to start. Uh, you got to start uh, doing the walks again. We got to start doing the walks. We do. Yeah. And now that things are opening up, that it will be more of a reality. Yeah. You know. So yeah. And you know what? I appreciate you working me out, man. Because you know, 
when I first started walking. Okay, you could probably do like maybe two miles or something. But you know, man, you man, you you took me around downtown, right? Basically, uh, I don't know, it was a good uh, couple acres, or uh, you know. Yeah, it's about two miles. <laughs> <laughs> you guys used to go on walks. That's adorable. No, we went on. We went on one walk. Oh. He said. He said, "I need to. I need to get some exercise." And I said, "I am willing to walk with you, sir." And we went on one walk. Yeah, a second walk. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> it was like it was like that. Let's get physical video, but you just went on a walk. Yeah, let's get tacos, tacos. <laughs> that too. Tacos and some walking. So GXG just took off from the chat and raided us earlier. So thanks for the raid earlier, GXG, and have a good night. Everybody else will see GXG on the Satanic Panic Show, the Colts and Satanic Panic Show. Change the thing already to the night twitch to the right twitch. So I'm going to close this out, but I would like all three of you to stay with me to watch something after after we get to oh, play this shit. here song. So this has been Local Love. If you're listening on the podcast, please, please go to twitch.tv slash Media. Give us a follow over there. If you're listening live, whatever. You're just going to listen to another song. Um, give us money at patreon.com slash echoplex. I don't know. Go to our website. Read the shit on our magazine. Uh, put a napkin over your drink. This song is over. Uh, this show is over, not this song is over. The song just started.
my 